You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. Welcome to the Antisocial Show. Okay. I don't want to stop the show, so if you it better make me. It better make me laugh. Oh, it will. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it will make you laugh, Corinna. But if not, you know what? Fenabla. I love you anyway. <laughs> um, grant me for like five minutes, but keep the show going, and I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, all right. So keep it going, Tyson. Just, okay. I'll be right back. Keep it going, huh? Okay. Keep it going, huh? Keep it going, huh? Keep it going, huh? Let's, yeah. Let's, uh... Yeah. Let's keep this ride going. Hold on. Hey. Maybe hey. uh so music, man. I you've been putting out more of it. Uh you're you I saw you on Instagram uh noodling around on a guitar. Yeah, no, so I bought this well, I didn't buy the guitar. My stepdad bought me or not he found a guitar that one of I guess somebody he knows was gonna throw out. It's just like, yeah, no, I it this it's ruined. It doesn't work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he bought it for me thinking that I can get it restored, which I did. One of my awesome roommates helped me restore a guitar, Oh, which I have in my hand right now. I don't know if you can hear that. I can hear that. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's honestly, I'm trying to learn guitar enough to, to get by and start writing music a lot better. Cause mm-hmm. I want to get to the point where I can do that. And I, like I can play a little bit. A little. Yeah, I hear you. So uh, yeah, that's that's good that you're 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 going. Um no, so I just wanted to um like I like I want to get to a point where like right now I'm just playing. But I need to balance it out to where I can sing and play guitar at the same time. Oh yeah, well yeah, well some of that is uh, I guess. Well, have you have you been uh, looking at chord diagrams and like you know uh, for songs that you already know? Because that no, that, that's a so, great way to practice. Hmm. Really? No. Oh, so yeah, what yeah. I've been doing was I'm just trying to get a feel for it. I'm just trying to get used to it. I'm trying to get to know it. I'm trying to sure. No, no, it's trying sounds- to make sure. Sounds good that you're you know you're making contact. I'm hearing good uh, you know good quality from the strumming. You know it's there's not a lot of that going on. You know like bad notes. Everything is coming through. You know and that's what's important. So. Yeah. Hmm. Like you know you've been doing it for a long time. I guess. I mean since high school. So I mean that's when I picked up a guitar. So yeah, looking at like almost twenty years. No, thirty years. Yeah, but I mean like I haven't been playing for thirty years in a row, or else I'd be much better. But yeah. Here's one um, you might know. Where does it start on that one? Uh, let's see. I'm this one. No, I mean, like, I'm trying to find the note because I know what I... Hold on. I have to... See, this is what happens. I just have to do this a lot. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I'll put a whistle in. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Sorry, there it is. 
tell you yeah, how I've... to set you above. Tell me your secrets. Yeah, secrets. Running in circles, coming in tails, heads on a science apart. Now you did this song. Uh, you covered this one off of your SoundCloud, did you not? I think so. I think I did the scientist. Yeah. Yeah, I really do um, like that. It's song. been a it's been a minute. It has. Um, it has. It's so, it's so the I I haven't really covered too much of everything. The last song I actually covered was uh, "Say Something" by Justin Timberlake Ooh. off of his new album. Um, I like it because it's very it's it's not super poppy like you're used to with him uh-huh. but it's very uh it's sort of like it's sort of country you know so really i'm um i kind i did that and then i'm kind of also i want to learn i want to learn how to actually play those songs on here but i also want to make sure that that i can play my own stuff too right well i mean you yeah it's totally um yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 the thing is I never I never really learned uh, formal strumming patterns and things. I just sort of play it by ear. But I do make the shapes, and I also like to just sometimes place my fingers wherever and see what I get. Um, Same here. That's that's there. what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. That's good that you're doing that because you got to get comfortable with feeling and strumming the strings. And then at some point, you know, it's then you start. At some point, you get to where it's like like I do a lot of I don't know what to call it. It's like a quick thumbing technique. Uh, uh-huh. Where I just sort of hit this with the soft part of my thumb, like there's an A minor there, right? And then there's a song, but that Richie, that um, it's just sort of getting used to going like you know hard, soft, hard, soft, and kind of like you know feeling. You know, it's being really kind of in touch with how much pressure you're using when you, you know, when you do the strings. If you want to have it jump out for a second or have it fade back, and you sort of just, you just kind of get into a groove at some point. Uh, and then you, there's also, you know, things where you don't have to do anything like that. But I mean, like getting in touch with the the instrument, literally just kind of feeling how much. Like you'll know at some point if you if you hit it too hard and it makes a, a, a noise that you don't like. And you'll just hit it softer yeah. the next time. You, it's, you just sort of learn what it can do and what it sounds like. And that's, yeah, that's a great approach. Yeah. Um, I actually got, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to mention this too. Hmm. One of my favorite songs is actually by Mr. Tyson here. Really? Um, yeah. What? I got to find the name of it though. You've got, I forgot. You've been busy on your SoundCloud <laughs> a lot. Oh yeah. It, well, you know, I've been trying to not, certainly not lately, but I did have a really, uh, I, uh, in the last four years, uh, not counting really the last six months, I've, I, I put out more music, uh, well, I put out, I put out music. I, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I a lot of, a lot of time between the songs, but like, um, because, I, um, I mean, when I put out Entropy, uh, when I put it out, when I when I made that, I made all the songs first and then published as one thing. Um, and I just haven't uh-huh. had the ability to publish more than a few songs at a time. So I've just been basically putting them out as I uh, as I did them. Um, so the song is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the song is Hey, I Don't Mind. I love that song oh, completely. Really? And I remember the day you sent me that one. I was just like, dude, I kind of want to sing this one myself <laughs> oh well please do i mean i would love to i would love to hear you do a version of it uh it's um uh, that's that's uh, it's uh it's very kind of you to say that's uh that song that song was really uh that 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 helped me through some shit <laughs> yeah i mean it helped me i mean honestly yeah i mean honestly it was one of those things like i've i it was in one of my playlists at that point too um, when I discovered that you can put your music from your hard drive t- onto iTunes and it'll cloud it over to your phone. Oh, neat. So it was, it was definitely one of my favorite songs. It helped me get through a lot of, uh, diff shifts too. So a lot of, Oh, a lot of, a lot of dish shifts, diff, diff shifts at, at work. <laughs> oh yeah. I've had a few. Yeah. I used to be a dishwasher. Uh, I, I, should, I could probably go back to, it. I used to do a lot of practice singing, playing dishes. Cause there's a lot of loud white noise that you can kind of, you know, sing slightly louder than a whisper over. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's good for practice. Definitely. Yeah. So, well, no, yeah, that's great. I, gosh, that's been, it's been out for like three years now, hasn't it? 
Oh yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. So like it's still I still still on one of my uh, hard drives, um, as because you sent me that song too, which I remember along with the one that uh, along with still hope. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I at some point I did write lyrics to that, mm-hmm. and I was. I was like kind of into that song for a bit. I'm still kind of into that song. It's just the lyrics when I when I looked back at the lyrics to that, I was just like, "This is not where I'm at anymore." Mm-hmm. Well, so but that's uh, that's okay though, because I mean, if you like, I mean, my idea for it is is kind of like a kind of like a it's, it's going to be <laughs> it is upbeat. It's meant to be upbeat, so I've got it kind of like a, a roller disco vibe is what I'm trying to capture for it. Okay. I know it probably sounds ludicrous, but if you hear it, once I get it, once I get the music for it, I'll send you over the version with your with your um, with your performance on it, and then uh, then we can you know I can explain what I what else I want to do with it because I want to put more voices together, like I want to do more multi voice stuff, like I did with um, that cover of Emotion that I haven't released yet. Good, uh, you actually let me hear some of that. That was actually pretty good. Did I? Oh, thank you. Did, did Corey? Yeah. Did I send you? Did I send you a full version of of Emotion? Or I don't think so. I think you did for me, which was actually pretty good. Because I do have a full Um, version of it. I'm just I've learned some stuff about mixing sound since then, so I'm glad I haven't released it yet because it's it's been like a year. But uh, I got to fix a couple things, so I'm glad uh it's. I'm glad I didn't rush to get it out. Well, plus I have to pay to release it because it's a you know it's a cover, so there's a certain amount of of. uh, I've been uh, I've been encouraging Tyson to uh, you know. This is getting back to my original uh, original conversation a while back ago, maybe ago, whatever the fuck. Who cares? Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I, I, I encourage Tyson when he does like the uh, editing to add stuff that he wants to add. So I, I told him, I said, dude, you should add like music, like either to the front or the back or you know whatever you want to do when you're editing the show. So and if it's like his own music, that's pretty cool too. Because if you notice, like when I do live Facebook uh, posts, I always say uh, I always include Tyson's SoundCloud page because that's where uh, the show basically originated from. I want to say that's where it was first posted before it hit iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, it was so, on. It was there for a year. I don't know. It wasn't quite a year. It was a little less than a year. About six months. Oh, okay. So yeah, it, I guess it felt like longer than it was. Um, but I don't know. We were still. We've been, of, we've been doing the anti-social show now for about a year and some change. So. Oh, definitely. I think we released our first one in October 2016. I think. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. So and and of course you know we have uh, we actually have uh, we have one lost episode. Yeah, at least um, one. Uh, it was our Halloween. It was our first Halloween episode that we did, and we had a woman from Australia who's our mutual friend. And she, I, I felt bad because I don't really know how long the drive it was from her boyfriend's house to her house to, to participate in the show. So, but she did. And the entire night we were like, you know, chatting away and it was a good maybe three, four hours that we were doing it. Um, and then, of course, in those days, uh, all the all the recordings or all the, uh, yeah, the recordings mm-hmm. was basically on my on my side. So... And then I would send Tyson the uh, the recordings, and he would take it, and he would edit it, and so forth. So I, I jump on the computer, and I look in my in my uh, my Skype MP3 recorder uh, uh, folder, and there is nothing there. Literally nothing there. It was like the only time it never recorded in the background. So that's like our lost episode. I've had a couple. Uh, I've had a lot of lost episodes. Um, the first one time I had actually Christopher Downey on the show. Me and him went three hours, and then for some some reason the Skype recorder only recorded half of the show. So mm. I had to call him back the next day to be like, "Hey, can you do you mind doing this again?" And it wasn't as good, honestly. To you know, for the first. Uh, for the second one, but the first time I did it, it was great. And then the other times that I've lost episodes were the fact that when I got my two laptops stolen from me. So I had episodes from uh, with uh, a couple of friends of mine, DJ James and Franco himself. He was he did an episode at some point, and mm-hmm. it was lost to oh, the masses. No. So oh, no. whoever's got that computer either deleted all that stuff or is enjoying lost episodes of Evil Ted right now. 
Oh my god. Yeah, like in those days, um, wow. I was using a Toshiba laptop. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was actually blessed in, in last Christmas to get a uh, 24-inch all-in-one uh, HP Pavilion. So that's okay. that's uh, been helping greatly as far as like you know looking stuff up online, uh, doing the show. So, it's, but in those days with the laptop, it was like a, a hit or miss. It was like either like the it recorded, didn't record, or like you know I could get a hold of Tyson or I couldn't get a hold of Tyson. Sometimes it was like an hour before we could record because I couldn't like I would go on Skype and like it would like launch and then it, I couldn't hear them or it wouldn't connect and I had to like turn the laptop off, turn it back on. It was so it was like the 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 podcast gremlins at their best. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah no I've um I've definitely have been there before a lot of times. Um at some point I think me and Tyson were we were thinking about and we tried it out for a bit trying to do like kind of an improvish Oh yeah I remember show. that. Do you remember that? I, I totally remember and so, that so a lot of, the only thing that kind of held me back was the fact that my connection was kind of shitty yeah. hmm. at that point. Um, and then also like I had a, I also start had a teach Toshiba, um, mm-hmm. laptop at some point, which just started falling apart on me as you know, just the back of it only had four gigs of Ram, which sucked at that point, but it was enough for me to sit there and record. Luckily this past birthday of mine in November, so I had been needing a laptop big time, especially for stuff that I needed to work on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and my buddy, Brian, he works on computers and arcade. Like he literally has a whole arcade in his basement that, nice. he, takes to dra- that he takes to Dragon Con almost every year. Oh. Um, think of, you can think of almost any like old game that's out there, arcade games that you guys played growing up. And he will probably have it. Nice. Wow. When's your birthday, November? Uh, November 13th. Dude, mine's the 14th. I feel like we've had this conversation. I think I know that. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're Scorpios. Well, Scorpio, nice. Scorpio. That, no, that means Tyson just likes Scorpios. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, uh, my uh, best friend in Washington is a guy named Kenny uh, Daly, and he's he's a Scorpio. So I don't know. Nice. I'm a. I mean, I'm Pisces. So yeah, yeah. I'm, actually, I, I it's, it's pretty funny, Corey. <laughs> when uh, Tyson and I have been friends for like what seems like almost a decade, and in my mind, it, it basically is. Um, at, at one point in time, when we first started like chatting up, we would call each other like every day and just like talk for like hours about movies and, and God knows what else. So. Last year, awesome. when I decided to to do a, a podcast, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get my buddy Tyson because you know who else to do a, a podcast with than your your buddy, you know? Sure. Yeah, of course. So we sat down in our first episode, and it was funny because for the first time in life, Tyson and I are staring at each other and like, what do we talk about? And I'm like, dude, how about we just bullshit with you know the normal stuff we bullshit about, you know? Yeah. And it's actually Pretty funny to sit down and think about it. You know, like because we never thought about like we don't script anything, we don't like rehearse anything, and it, it, it's all raw. You know what I mean? For the most part. Yeah, and a so, lot of people. So when I first started out podcasting, it was uh, I ended up we I I knew what me and my best friend were going to talk about. We were going to talk about movies, um, yeah. and I didn't know what we were going to say. I didn't know what we were going to do, and I didn't even know how to set up a show format. I didn't even know like radio. But we talked. We watched the movie Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which is our very first podcast yeah. ever. I may have. That's heard my that. first. Yeah. Oh, really? I may uh-huh. have. I did listen to a bunch of your shows back in the day. So. Yeah. Oh man, there's so many of them, you know. But I had time, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so well, I discovered uh, not to cut Corey off. I discovered the Evil uh, Teddy Bear uh, podcast through, through Tyson. And, really? Yeah. And it was like right up my alley, so I actually have it added to my 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 uh, playlist on Stitcher. All right, well it's dead completely, but yeah, no, <laughs> I might do something. Evil Ted, I like to think Evil Ted as one of those things I can always go back to whenever I need to. 
um, just if I ever want to or whatever. Like I've done, I've, I did literally did a last episode, which wasn't really the last episode, mm-hmm. but you know, I and I tried to bring it back, especially like my second co-host. You know what happened with him was unfortunate and it sucked or whatever. You know, like it, it really broke my heart completely at that point. Um, and it still kind of does, you know, RIP, by the way, buddy. And so it was, it was one of those things where that, like, I tried doing evil 10. It just wasn't the same, you know, like it was like, I lost like a finger and I couldn't like figure out how to type with just like four other finger, like three other fingers and a thumb, you know? No, yeah. I mean, I think like you and I think alike for because... I come to the conclusion that this show right here exists because of the dynamic and the chemistry that Tyson and I have. Okay. I, I couldn't replicate this if Tyson were to walk away. Like it would, it would be pointless for me to try to replace Tyson with anybody else because of the of the chemistry that Tyson and I have. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I understand that. I get that completely. I um. I didn't replace like my buddy Thomas. He my, he left the show because he was pursuing some other stuff, and I wanted to keep the show going and stuff. And I didn't want to be the one person to hold him back. And especially where it's just like, okay, well, I'd rather have you pursue your career in film and all that rather than let me hold you back. Pretty much. Well, I so, mean that's a that's the thing. Like when Tyson uh, became the the host of Suffocash. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't want to say I don't want to hold them back or like you know turn that into like a negative thing or be like scared that like you know like this shit would die. So I was like, dude, we'll just record whenever you can. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because I don't want to hold you back. So and and to our favor, to our advantage, it's actually been working out pretty nicely. Because when it comes to like the editing. Tyson is like the magic behind this show. I just show up and start talking a bunch of shit and promote the best I can. When it comes to like the editing, when it comes to like all the like all the shit that you hear, like all the cool shit, that's all Tyson. So, um, thank you. I appreciate You're that. welcome, buddy. <laughs> it's the truth, though. I mean, like I'm not gonna like blow like uh, to our listeners. I'm not gonna blow smoke up people's asses. I mean, well, wait, wait, uh, wait. What if they're into that? Mm. Well, then I'll blow smoke up their asses. But for the for the most part, it's, it's kind of like Tyson. Uh, it's kind of like Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman in Hollywood Babylon, where where Ralph puts together like you know the show, he does the editing or whatever, and Kevin Smith just shows up. I'm like just the Kevin Smith of this show. I just show up, start talking, and and whatever. Where, where Tyson is actually the the 100 magic behind the show, and I, and I never ever denied that or anything else so he he's the magic he's the he's the fucking genius behind it i just start talking and shit that, that's me and and i cut a and bunch I of throw stuff shirts at people. what i didn't and what? i throw t-shirts at people oh yeah t-shirts yeah we've got uh we've got t-shirts in the works yes yes um which i have yours and lady uh singers uh t-shirt which i'm sending you this week appreciate that i can't wait to see what it looks like on me. Uh, Although I'm convinced, Tyson, hmm. I'm convinced that there's a, a different color. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe it's my eyes. I'm pretty sure that yours and uh, not yours. I'm pretty sure that, that uh, Maura's and Mark's and, and Davian's red is slightly different from the red that I had previously ordered for yours and mine. Okay. You'll have to like tell me when you when you get the shirts. Well, I might not notice because I do have slight red green color blindness. It's very slight. Well, so am I. So I, I I can't tell the difference. Like it's very slight. Like certain dark greens and certain dark reds are are um, harder to see. So like um, like for example, the red on the Rubik's cube uh, looks kind of pretty close to brown to me, or at least it used to more. Uh, it's easier for me to tell that apart now, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that and some dark but, greens. Yeah. Since we do have Corey on the on the on the show, mm-hmm. okay, I'm how here. Would you like, <laughs> how would you like a shirt, sir? I, I mean, I'm always down for shirts. I love it's one of my favorite things to do is going to a thrift store and going through shirts and finding like super nerdy shirts. Hmm. I, I, be... I I found a Neil deGrasse Tyson shirt a p- couple months ago for three bucks that fit me. 
Nice, nice. Well, if you uh, shoot me your address, I will be happy to uh, send you a anti-social show shirt, sir. Definitely. You know what? When I get it, I'll take a picture and make sure I, you know, do the promotion for the shirt. Appreciate it. it. And then I'll I'll walk around town and people will be like, why is he that? Why is that kid anti-social? I'm like, I'm not a kid. I'm 30. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. uh, Yeah. Being called a kid or having that. It's like, I, I refer to people in their twenties as kids now. Um, Yeah. I do that too. I do that to my friend. uh, My, one of my best friends, Jess, she's, freaking awesome i love her and she's literally just one of my favorite people in the world i don't get to spend as much time as i want to with her because like we're both busy or she's busy or whatever and i will sit there and call her kid sometimes and she hates it and that's why i do it <laughs> it's a force of habit i think dude you know what i mean yeah yeah she's i'm just like listen kid she's like, yeah. <laughs> like tyson hmm. it's like this kid you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like to think hmm. it's another. I like to think it's a northerner thing, though. Sometimes too, or I, think just, it, I think it is though, because like I think it like um, puts on an illusion that we're not old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I was to call uh, Tyson like a man, like you know, I'm like you know like this man. Like no, it's like he's. I don't want to like make him sound old when he's really not. So I'm like you know Tyson's a good kid. I, I like him. Like you know like. If I'm like talking to my like other friends about Tyson, I'm like yeah, like I know this this kid for like a hundred years, you know. So it's, it's definitely like a East Coast Northern thing, I think. Uh-huh. It makes you what sound you... young, Tyson. All right. We, what, what do you like to call people, Tyson? What do I like to call them? Oh, I'm friends. Because uh, <laughs> you gotta have friends. All yeah. right, I need you guys both to look at your. By the way, your your cameras here. Because I'm taking a picture for Instagram, so make the whatever face you want to. That way, I can promote promote this too. <laughs> okay, you're good. Now nah, I just took a picture with my dudes in front of your face. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta feel bad for for Tyson. Corey. Why feel bad for me? Yeah, because Corey doesn't know that. Like when I get excited about an idea for the show, I will PM Tyson at like three, four o'clock in the morning, and I will just shoot him a hundred PMs. Oh, yeah, but you know, I always reserve the right to ignore them and go back to sleep, and you know, exactly. I've gotten, I've gotten PMs from Tyson at some point in the past at like three or four o'clock in the morning. Oh, I think Corey in the past has gotten like PMs from me at like three, four o'clock in the morning. I just see the the green dot, and I think I, I take a license just to go ahead and PM him. Tyson, what you doing? I don't know. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of the time I was up and, you know, if there was talking to be needed to be done, I I just, you know, it's – I think I think, uh, I think we all, the three of us, go through things socially that, uh, mm. that we kind of relate to on each other, <laughs> on each other's experiences. <laughs> so, like, you know, that commonality I think helps, uh, helps the – well, it's – people help each other it's like we have our we have sort of a cyber village on you know a little like kind of kind of a support system in a, a cyber, village. cyber village like you know <laughs> like it takes a village so it's like it takes a cyber village basically you know that kind yeah. of that's basically what it is i mean when you have like a when you have like a well your community if you really think about it there are a billion people right yeah in a least. cyber village oh okay you know what i'm saying yeah a billion people but being a podcaster, you're like in a whole separate like universe by itself. I am, or we are. The podcaster are. is the soundcaster. Is. We are like, as podcasters or, or soundcasters. Oh. We're we are totally separate from everybody else. You know, okay. that doesn't I get sound. That. Yeah, yeah, it sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I never really thought of it that way, but that's not. Uh, we're we're we we are the people who are better. I get it. We're, <laughs> we we are better than you, people. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, because if you think about the normal podcast listener, they don't understand the the, the pains and, and and all the other shit that goes behind putting together an awesome soundcast or podcast okay. on a, on a weekly basis. 
Especially if you have to sit there and edit it too. Cause sometimes like you go through the whole, like for me personally, you go through the whole thing where it's just like, okay, you've lived this. I got to re-listen to it again and go through and make sure that it's either tighten up. You want to get the ums or ahs or uh, all that stuff out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, smacking. Like for me, like there's so many, like there's, uh, there's so many things I'm working on right now. that's ain't funny. And so half of, some of them are podcast related, you know, and I'm sitting there going like, all right, well, I can handle like 15 minutes of this. I want to go outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely. It's just the, yeah, the wanting to, mm-hmm. it's hard to. I mean, mm. and getting back, like, here's something that the audience doesn't know for me personally. Like, I've been on a couple of different podcasts before I started the Anti-Social Show. And so when they uploaded these particular episodes, I purposely did not listen to them. I'm sorry. I mean, I listened to a few minutes of them, but I purposely didn't listen to them because I don't like to hear myself. So when Tyson started sending me renditions of the show before he uploads, I would purposely – I listened to like the whole episode before I give him the okay to to upload, but in a way that like kind of helped my anxiety of listening to myself in a way. You know what I mean? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that completely. And it's one of those things where it's just like, all right, well, this is what I sound like for years. For me, growing up, my voice was one of those things that people made fun of. Like, through middle school, it was fine until I got to high school, and my voice still sounded the same, you know? Like, it might have changed over the years now, but I was still pretty much a, like, a, I'm, a, I'm not, I don't have a deep voice at all. Hmm. If anything, I'm on the phone half the time, and most people are like, oh, hello, ma'am. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mister, sir. <laughs> hmm. Thank you. Now, see, uh, but you're a tenor. I don't think you sound like a girl, dude. Like, when I first heard uh, Evil Teddy Bear, uh, when I heard Evil Teddy Bear podcast, sorry, I'm a little tired. No, I just call it Evil Ted sometimes. Evil Ted. When I first heard Evil yeah. Ted, I, I, I thought you were a teenager, dude. <laughs> no offense, but... Some people still think I'm a teenager. <laughs> that's a good thing, though. Like, be forever young, dude. Forever Oh, man. Young. Well, I mean, I just... <laughs> I just bathe in the, in, the, in the blood of, you know, vampires who take the blood of the, the young and innocent, you know. At least you don't have, like, that Benny accent, which is a good thing. <laughs> Benny, go home. No. <laughs> yeah, you know it, dude. You know it. Oh, uh, that's See? how you know. That's how you know you're a true Kevin Smith fan. <laughs> yes. When you listen to an episode with him and Brian Johnson talking about Benny's. Yes. Yes. See, Tyson doesn't know about Benny's. Tyson. I've heard of Benny's. I've I, I yes. listened to the same podcast Corey, you guys did. Corey would be a Benny. No offense, uh, Corey, but he'd be Benny. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> Boys, isn't uh, they're spending the Benjamins and whatnot? Uh, so, yes. So yes, exactly. So you've got the money. So that's that's not that bad. It's like saying, "Hey, you got money." <laughs> not at all. Well, so, I'm a wannabe Benny right now. <laughs> Benny. Benny. Hey everyone, this is Ethan from Combat Radio. You know, one of the great literary works of art is A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Now you can get A Christmas Carol done by us, Combat Radio's very own version, with their epic cast of regulars, and you can help social services while you're at it. Go to cdbaby.com, enter Combat Radio Christmas 3, and bam, get yourself A Christmas Carol featuring Carolyn Hennessy of True Blood, Ian Buchanan of Twin Peaks, Stuart Pankin of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and many other epic personalities. Have yourself a Christmas anytime you want it. What does that sound? <laughs> um, we are back. What happened? What did, I was about to say, I'm back. I was just playing. I was like, what does this sound like? It sounds like a um, that is a descending something. It's a I'm just playing the very last string. Well, that's a G sharp to a G. (laughs) 
for some reason I'm thinking that song. What is it? Kiss me. Oh yeah, kiss me. Yeah. I'm just using the, the very last E string, the lighter one. Ours are actually pretty close to each other. Yeah. me. No. Curse me. Hey, well, 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 so I noticed that Corey had a really cool Kevin Smith uh, Batman sweater hat. Oh yeah, my um, my buddy Sam got me for that for Christmas. Cool. Uh, he got me uh, the Blunt Man hat for yes. Christmas, and I was just like, "No way, dude!" So I wear that sometimes. And actually, one of my very one of my favorite photos is of me wearing my my quote unquote Silent Bob coat. Wearing a nice. blunt mask with a must. Is that both of you or just okay? That's both of them. Both of them dropped off. Ah, all right. Uh oh. Really? Uh oh. Yeah. So the, oh. the the funny story that I was going to uh, tell people, but I don't think Kevin Smith or, or Walt Flanagan would appreciate it. Was, You're both back. Uh, I'm staring at the hat for like ten minutes because the hat in store costs like twenty five dollars. Okay. So he walks up to me and, and goes, can I help you with anything? And I'm like, I'm just looking. So the, the, the funny story I was going to be was like, I'm deciding on whether or not I'm going to buy this. And in, in the story, that's not true. It's fictitious or not. Was Walt was going to say, well, let me help you make a decision. You're going to buy this fucking hat, fatty. And I'm just going to buy it, which I wound up buying anyway. But... <laughs> Sounds like Walt, uh, Walt got some like Jason Mewes energy there. Exactly. <laughs> um, I actually got to meet Ming Chin. Nice. Cliff? I've, I, I met him one time when he signed my poster. Yeah, well, I he um, came to one of my friends' shows. He was the judge on it. Nice. Um, at the same place I do my show Enigma, um, the ro- live improv role-playing show. Um, cool. And we uh, he came down to do her show Project Cosplay, and mm-hmm. it was actually really awesome. I didn't like I got to sit there and like kind of hang out with him a bit. Um, he played foosball, and I, the whole time I'm sitting there going, he, like he's surrounded by a bunch of women. I'm like, dude, Mean Chin is a pimp. <laughs> he is a pimp, right? Because he like he's a married guy. He is. And every time I see him, he's like taking all these pictures with like hot women. He is. I'm just like, I need some of that vibe, dude. I need some Ming Chin vibe. Mm. <laughs> well, See, I don't need that vibe. Keep saying well, Now you don't. <laughs> but if you're a I single man, if you're, if you're a single man. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like, he'd be like the perfect wingman if you think about it. True. Hmm. Ming Chin, if you ever listen to this, be my wingman. Any day. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know how like you know how like often I thought about like going down to the stash and be like, yo, listen because I'm friends with Mike Zapsic uh Zapsic on uh on uh Facebook. Uh-huh. Every once in a while like him and I will share a PM together, but like nothing like substantial, like we don't get into like personal shit or nothing like that. But a lot of times I just felt like going down and be like, Go, listen to my show, you know? But it's yeah. how do you do that? Like, cause I get starstruck. Not too often, but when I go in there, it's kind of like I don't want to bother them or like be a nuisance. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, I'll tell you this: the only way like I handle seeing like any star or like mm-hmm. meeting anybody from like my that influenced my past, just like the way same way I would like meet you guys or see you guys. Like, hey, how's it going? Or hey, how you doing? Like, I I treat it just like you're doing your thing, you're doing your job or whatever. I'm doing my thing. Let's just talk. Or something, I Absolutely. got to meet. I got to meet the Blue Ranger at some point, DragonCon this past year at his booth, um, and I honestly unintentionally unintentionally made him feel old. I think. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I looked at the the, uh, 
the like autograph pictures and whatnot. And, you know, I was it's Dragon Con. I'm broke and I'm just going like eh, whatever. But I really want to like see who's there. Mm. And he was there, and I looked down. I'm like, wow, this was so many years ago. Like I like I was like he's like, dude, how do you think I feel? And I'm like, crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I made you feel old. <laughs> What's a Blue Ranger? I'm kidding. Power Rangers. God. It's like the Blue Ranger. <laughs> well, when, uh, when a man is... <clears throat> it's, it's, uh, a man loves a woman. <laughs> to hold his balls really tightly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, 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 oh. I, I had mentioned something earlier, but I never got to finish. Speaking of balls. I'm sorry, go ahead. Speaking of yeah. balls. Um... Corey, I feel bad for you because on this show, Tyson and I can talk about something and then go into a hundred different things and then go back to the previous same conversation. It's part of like the, the dynamic that we have, like the, the natural chemistry. So okay. so why do you feel bad for me? <laughs> most people can't follow that. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I try not to do it on the show when we have a guest. Because I'm following, they don't. I'm following it perfectly at this good, point right now. Good. And honestly, I think we need to probably get back to the game. I think Tyson wants to get back to the game. Let's get back to the game. You know, I am yeah. having fun just listening because I mean, it's it's uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, as the one who edits it, I get to listen to it all over again. So I get to kind of like I get sort of in your oh, Tyson's having. Don't worry, don't worry, Corey. Tyson's having like mad fun. Like when we had on uh, guest Ed Wallach, we, uh, Tyson and I had like loads of fun. In fact, we literally recorded from the, the time the sun went down to the time the sun went up, and we had a shit ton of episodes from that because Ed Wallach is actually a pretty cool guy to talk to. Four episodes actually. So, um, yeah, that was that was actually a pretty fun time actually. Yeah, I enjoyed. That was a, I had fun. I, I didn't know if you'd heard any of those. Um, Corey, I don't, know if, I don't know if you have time to listen to podcasts. So. Sorry. I mean, honestly, honestly, with podcasts, I kind of pick and choose what I can. Uh, I mean, I, there's the ones that I feel safe with and whatnot. And then every once in a while, I will venture out to listen to podcasts. So eventually I, I, I do listen every once in a while. I'll pick through whatever podcast, especially like Suck Attach. I like to go through all that and be like, oh, who's on there? Oh, I appreciate that. <clears throat> um, honestly, it's one of those things where it's just like, eh. um, it's on. Uh, but I'm also just like, I've been more so much into music now. I've been listening to less podcasts every day at this point. I hear you. Yeah, I've been looking forward like, to it. I think like my personal enjoyment mm-hmm. is – for the person that can't play like a musical instrument or something like that, like you guys can, but I can't play a musical instrument. I can make my way through a musical instrument. That's about <laughs> I it. I play guitar here or something. I learned to use software. Um, <laughs> I listen to I listen to music, obviously, but for me, like listening to podcasts is like a personal enjoyment. Not only is it a, a personal enjoyment, but like I use it as a learning tool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think like every time like I listen to like I venture out, I listen to new podcasts or I listen to current podcasts, it, it only helps me uh, to do a better show, basically. So it's yep. it's an enjoyment and it's like a learning experiment. It's evolution. Or a okay. Learning lesson at the same Well, I mean we're all, all learning stuff. I mean the sooner we figure out that we have unlimited capacity to learn with the essentially you know, essentially normal functioning brain, um, then we're unstoppable because we all can learn stuff. We prove it to ourselves every time we learn to, um, to do a new thing that we aren't even thinking about, you know, like there's a little bit of sometimes anticipation and like anxiety with certain new things. And that's, that's normal because the brain is, is, is getting new information. So like, yeah, I think like my anxiety was, I couldn't talk in front of like crowds Right, like that's my anxiety, or I didn't have the confidence to to get in front of like a mic and just start talking and sound confident like I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a year ago, like Tyson and I, this past Christmas, we dropped a uh, a, a track on a CD for Combat Radio. Prior to that, I, w- I would never have had the confidence to to do something like that. But since we've been doing the anti-social show, like my confidence level to, to speak, sound clear, sound confident, 
has only has only risen. So that, that was a good thing. That helps. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that you did that too, Chris. I didn't think of it as being something that might be difficult for you. I just figured it was something that you know I I, I thought would be a good idea and that I'd asked you to do. And you're like, yeah, oh, with, no, without thinking whether or not me. you could do it. I just just assumed you were going to. You know, no, no, no. trust Sorry. me. It was it was it was totally fun and something that I would do again. Mm. Um, but it was just it was just uh, because prior to like you know. Like prior to to doing uh, this show, prior to being on combat radio a few times, and of course, you know, uh, uh, strange times, it was just like the anxiety of talking in front of people, like you know, like people actually caring about what I had to say. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? It, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, uh, that episode of Tales from the Crypt when that guy took the dummy. Remember, I told you the guy took the dummy out in front of the live stage, and his like the fucking head fell off and shit like that. I was uh, trying to save it, Bobcat, and the uh, one guy just stands up and says, "Bring back the girl with the fucking tits." It's kind of like that because I mean, I don't know how like how Corey does. Like, I mean, Corey, do you feel like you're funny or, or anything like that? Like, so when it came to podcasting and when it comes to whatever show I do. Right. I never, I never really think too much about the audience. Like that's something that I don't really like. I, I like the audience. I do think about, but not like that when I'm performing. Um, like there's certain shows, yeah, where I need to be funny, and it's just like it's part of the personality. But I don't go too far off my comfort zone to where I am acting like somebody else unless I'm like shooting like a like a a short film or something or or uh like doing like a skit um so for like podcasting wise I never really I never I'm 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 always myself I'm not worried about whether people laugh the right kind of people will get the jokes if I tell a joke Mm -hmm. um the right kind of the right kind of people won't listen to the podcast it's like that's my audience right there are the people who want to listen to the podcast. They want to they want to hear what I have to say and that's great. It would be great. It's great to get new listeners and people to introduce and whatnot. I found out I have more I, I have more people that listen in Canada and Germany with Evil Ted than I did any other place. We have a, large, a little we have a large, weird like audience listening in, in Japan apparently. Um larger larger than, than expected <laughs> than certainly yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is so when it came to me, like significant, I'd say not large, but I'd say but a, well, a yeah, significant spike. Well, well, I'm just. I mean, I understand. So wait, so you Go guys going to do a, a Japan a Japan tour, right over there? Exactly, yeah. absolutely. In the future, we will do that. <laughs> I'm not going to rule it out. Um, I wouldn't rule it out. I might, it I might even write like, a song in Japanese. There you go. And one in when Vietnamese. Comes, Sorry, go ahead. When it comes to me, like. Because I I, I want to have like a certain sense of being funny on the show. Hmm. <laughs> I, I I moved away from trying to be funny because when you try to do something, nine times out of ten you're going to fail at it. You know what I'm saying? If you try, but if you if you don't try and you let it flow naturally, then it just happens. Like if I try to be funny, I'm not funny. If I'm if I yeah. don't try to be funny. I get more of a response, and people laugh at it. Don't ask me why, but that's just how it is. It's, mm-hmm. all, it's all a learning. And that's the, that's the thing. That is the thing with it, where it's just like you can't can't try to be funny when it comes to you because you're you're gonna you're you're overthinking it. You're gonna overthink it way too much. Exactly. Uh, it's just like it's just like trying to do stand up. If you do that, you're just gonna you're and you're not yourself you're not going to be funny. Like you're going to keep going. Like my first time I ever did stand up, the, I, I tried to be funny. Basically that was it. Like I, and, but, and I got a heckler, which I wasn't expecting. I got a heckler on my first time ever doing stand up. Wow. And I was used to, and I, I was used to the, the interruption of it because sometimes on a podcast, a podcast, I don't know if you know this, if you listen to everybody who does a podcast, we all love to interrupt each other and it's like a common thing where we're just all kind of okay with it somewhat. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't like to interrupt people. I, I try to avoid it, but I understand what you're saying. Well, that's because you're the editor on that. You're just like, damn it. <laughs> Why are like, we stepping on off. each other? <laughs> Stop stepping on each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I just don't like to cut people off. So I, I, oh, my God, dude. Corey. Corey. Yeah, I'm here. 
listen scoring. to in, listen to our episode of Invisible Thumbs. Okay, um, Tyson was like the grand stage of that point in time. We had a a guest. Okay, I remember this show. Who, yeah. who who didn't want to be heard, but who wanted to listen to the episode raw. So I said, okay, you can listen to it raw. Like you know, if you don't want to talk, you don't have to talk. Like there's no obligation, right? Yeah, he was, he was, see, he was, uh, he was, what are they, spectating? Right, but we could see her through the, through the video. So Tyson and I started talking, and then she would, like, start busting out laughing when I talked or when Tyson talked. And Tyson was just, like, going at it, and it was, like, fucking hilarious. I lost my shit. I don't remember this, but I'll, uh, like, legit. <laughs> this is all, I mean, like, Tyson, I, I, Tyson won't admit his comedic genius, but it, it, it is true. Uh, He's like he's giving me the look like right now. Like <laughs> I can't see my I don't know I can't see my face when I look there. But wait, wait, because I'm over it now. I actually can't even tell how much of can you can you both see me right now? Yeah, I can see a white guy. I see two white guys uh, <laughs> on my screen. Um, the one with the glasses is me. I don't know if we've ever because we I'm Hunter with the Batman shirt. Oh, I didn't have these, <laughs> these kind of frames last time we saw each other on a on a Skype thing. I think I had my uh, my old, my old glasses. Yeah, you got like those are new glasses to me. These are new. Yeah, they're they're yeah they're yeah. I've had them for two years now, but like uh, oh, actually, I think am I on my um, they're the ones that are on my uh, SoundCloud and those pictures of me that are from the nose. Oh up. yeah, they are different glasses. No, they're, they're, it's the same right. ones that are. But they're different than when I used to wear. Yes, these are these are different than the ones I used to wear. Uh, I guess when we met, I had these kind of thinner gold frame, not gold, yes. but like a brown, you know, like a light, whatever color it is, not gold certainly. Uh, taupe. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. None of this matters. I'm sorry. I'm just babbling now. But I uh, yeah. Yeah, it matters. These are blue. Um, the dark, dark, dark blue. Tyson. Yeah. Tyson is. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, Tyson is like modest and he's like glasses. a Buddhist to the extreme. And so I praise him every chance I get because he won't praise himself because he, he's modest. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. It's like he's not egotistical, which is a good thing. But Yeah, he's got, which is what he wants us all to think right now until he takes over the world. Exactly. <laughs> Tyson's a pimp. Oh my goodness! Tyson's like one of those guys that like quietly controls like a large empire, and like everyone like does his bidding, and all he has to do is like snap his fingers, and like people disappear. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's not put that out there into the world. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now let me just reiterate for a moment: the name of this game, by the way, I came up with in kind of a tribute to uh, an internet uh, couple. of personalities, entertainers uh, that I've recently discovered the joys of. Uh, a couple of yes. YouTubers known mm-hmm. as Rhett and Link. Uh, good, mm-hmm. mi- good Mythical Morning. Uh, so they, they come up with fun names for their little contests so, and, uh, and quizzes and whatnot. So mine, uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't even announce its name. I skipped right over it, but it's called, and I'll put it in later, uh, What Do These Mean Words Mean? Cause okay, all, so what's the... Because they're all mean words. They're depraved and insulting English. So it's all slightly rude or, you know, demeaning or whatever. Like, for example, the first one we did was to basically say somebody had an ugly ass. Yes. So, yeah. it, which was a cacopygian. So, and that is pie. I had to write these out here. It's a, yeah, so it's a cacopygian, the adjective. Anyway, so the next word. Okay. Do you like my okay. segue? It wasn't really, that was more like yes. a crowbar, wasn't it? I, re- I realize I'm going to have to be a bit more strident if I want to get this done. So. But thank you. <laughs> but I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you're saying. I'm just uncomfortable with praise, you understand. Um, uh, one understands. Okay. This word starts with an O. Okay. So uh, how do you spell this word? This word is spelled O-B-S-O-L-A-G-N-I-U-M. And what's so the word? The word O B S O. L A L A G, N I U, N I U, M, M. Okay. How do you even pronounce that? Yeah. So this word is pronounced obsolagnium. I might just obsolagnium. Obsolagnium. This is a noun, and of nouns, it is not a person or a place. It is a thing. So, is this noun, this thing, 
Okay. Is it a treatment for piles? Or as some people okay. say, more modern for hemorrhoids, essentially, is what piles are. Or is it the thing that is referred to as being slowly replaced by less capable individuals? Um, or there's a um, third one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> there's always three. There's going to be three. One of these is, okay. the, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Um, or is it the fading of sexual desire in old age? I want to say three. I'm going to go number two. All righty. Corey says two. Hunter says three. Correct answer is three. Fuck. Really? <laughs> yes. Obsolagnium refers to the fading of sexual desire in old age. Okay. <laughs> I, I hope that never happens to me. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry I got that right. <laughs> Uh, I hope it never happens to me, and but I'm certainly closer to it. Um, okay, so and here is it being used in a, uh, a sentence or paragraph right in the right from the book. Much to the shock, sorry, <clears throat> much to the shock and dismay of the young gold digger who had married him, the ancient and humpbacked Mister Finch showed absolutely no sign whatsoever of any obsolagnium. Oh shit! That's what. <laughs> Yeah, shall I read that again? Or did did everybody get that? Yeah. yeah. Basically, the gold digger basically got with him, but like she was worried about like yeah, you know oh, his yeah. his absence of desire of sex. But you no, know, no, like, it's just the opposite. And, and, oh, the opposite. She she wanted to know if he oh she wanted to know if he didn't get a boner. Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, it's even better. Well, okay, so well, go ahead, Cutter. Go ahead. Uh, dear listeners, uh, I got the question right, obviously, but but rub it but, in my face. Why don't you? <laughs> uh, young Master Corey doesn't have to worry about that for some quite time. But um, if you're ever in that situation where the boner doesn't happen, as long as you can work your tongue, you're all right. Right. So, so didn't Willem Dafoe say as much in uh, Born on the Fourth of July? <laughs> that's a, it's a very distinct, distinct reference. So let me let me read that again, and then see because part of this is probably my uh, okay, This is obsolagnium being used in, the, in this sense. So now remember, obsolagnium is the fading of sexual desire in old age. So <clears throat> much to the shock and dismay of the young gold digger who had married him, the ancient and humpbacked Mister Finch showed absolutely no sign whatsoever of any obsolagnium. So That is a weird word. That yeah. doesn't even sound like the lack of desire for sex. Right. So it just makes it sound yeah, that's why that's why I thought it was like the second one. Uh the second one was oh a uh it was being slowly replaced by less capable individuals. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like like I uh, almost went the I almost went with that one. So basically, she's she's married him, hoping that she's not going to have to fuck him, but 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 he doesn't show any sign of not wanting to fuck her. Is the point? He does still want to fuck her. That's what this means. That's what that. So much to the shock right. and dismay of the young girl, the young gold digger who had married him, the ancient and humpback Mister Finch showed absolutely no sign whatsoever of any obsolagnium. So that is the second word. Uh, what do these words? What do these mean? Words mean. Does it does any does anybody picture Hugh Hefner when that word like after knowing the definition of that word? You know, I'm surprised yes. and a little ashamed that I had not, but now I will. I met Hugh Hefner. <laughs> really? Did you fuck him? No, no. <laughs> I didn't get the opportunity. Yeah. I did get a Playboy signed by him. <laughs> Going back to Hollywood Babylon and John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, I want it. <laughs> I want to tag up on the John Lovitz real quick too. One of my favorite bits is when um, uh, <laughs> when uh, when uh, Lovitz is co-hosting with Ralph. Uh, I think doing Hollywood Babylon, and I think it's the first time. And uh, and Ralph uh, mentions that he, <laughs> he used to date Ginger Lynn. <laughs> and Ginger Lynn. <laughs> and Lovitz is immediately like, "Wow, you're my hero." <laughs> <laughs> like immediately, <laughs> and you could tell it was genuine because he was in he was in mid bite of like probably chicken wings or something. So he's like, you know, and you hear him go, "Well, you're my hero." <laughs> so that's I don't know. I 
That was one of my favorite moments of that show. Okay. <laughs> it's one of my favorite John Lovett song. <laughs> Just such hey, a genuine reaction. talking about Michael Jackson. <laughs> Oh, I don't remember the one with Michael Jackson. Where just like, um, he's like, I met Michael Jackson once. He's like, well, did you fuck him? And it's just like, yeah. I didn't want to. <laughs> well, that about does it for the Antisocial Show. I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. And I'm Corey Epps. Be decent to each other. Absolutely. Have a good time, folks. Mm-hmm.